Hi, this is Make Do. I'm Julia Scott. And I'm Tiff Arman. We have some big news. Uh, we're big now giant pa- fun news. Sorry. <laughs> it's a party. It's I wish I had party. a noisemaker. Oh, it's streamers. It. Bow, 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 bow. I, I, I do. I need like a virus. Like, like I don't know. I need instruments. I need like a whole array <laughs> of instruments. I'm not going to go get my trumpet. But we are now part of Really FM. We are. Yay! Yeah, and, <laughs> yay! Uh, and they are a great network uh, in a lot of ways, and we're so happy to be part of that network and that family. Yeah, Relay has always had like that little vein of creativity going through it, and I really love it, and I'm really happy to that this show now is a part of Relay because, you know, I'm a Relay fangirl, so <laughs> <laughs> it feels pretty great to be um, on the team with another podcast, so yeah, yay. And hopefully nothing should really change on your end like the the listener end. hopefully everything's just switched over automatically um let us know if there are any problems we'll try and fix them but we do have amazing new show art which i love Mm -hmm. so much uh and we're just very like yay about the whole thing so yay (laughs) yeah so the only thing that should change is like how the podcast looks in your feeds like on um phones or wherever you listen to podcasts and stuff so they'll we'll have nice new for instance if you use overcast like just as a, <laughs> for example nice new show art and if you like our old show art um i don't know we can put the file somewhere <laughs> so or it's on instagram right yeah yeah because the, the old show art was uh tiff made that by hand i did i made so do with because i do. couldn't i couldn't draw something and then i made a big scribble and then i erased <laughs> and it worked out but and i loved it I did. I love it too. It's actually on my wall in a fracture, but I'll have to update it and get another one. Which is funny because you could have framed that piece of paper, but it's not the same because you want the table behind it. It's true. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) My ink stained (laughs) drawing board. Yeah. But yeah, so that's awesome. Uh, We are going to start off with a little Inktober check-in. Yep. Uh, And before we check in, I wanted to say that I love that we've managed to inspire a bunch of people to give it a go and that you've let us know that we've done so. Uh, For instance, we uh, got a comment on Instagram from this is BS808 who said that uh, I just listened to this one. Another great episode. Every year I say I'm going to do Inktober and every year I don't do it. After listening to your episode, it got some good ideas rolling and inspired me to think it might actually be possible. Thanks and keep up the good work. And I feel like sort of like, yay. And also, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just so excited that we're inspiring people to try Inktober because it inspired me to try Inktober. This is my first year doing it. Um, I already skipped a day, but we'll talk about that later. Anyway, who else do we have? <laughs> also, I love because this is something that you pointed out in the last episode. We have from Goblin Horde on Instagram. Uh, it says, first five days, and it's five pictures in it, one of those swipey things. First five days, never tried Inktober before. Shout out to Make Do Pod for giving me the idea of using the prompts to practice my creative lettering. Woo-hoo. And they're really nice letters and also little illustrations. So I really like that. Mike Henley, who sent us the bunch of great questions about Inktober, also posted. Uh, so I guess I'm going for it. Inktober. Thanks in part to the recent episode of Make Do Pod giving me the push to try and do this and prep for NaNoWriMo at the same time, which again, I feel like I'm so sorry because I've done NaNoWriMo and it's like, no, there, there'll be no rest in between. But I think like we've gotten some comments like that and people who are using the hashtag Make Do Pod to show us what they're doing. And it's just like, it's, it's fun. Like you're saying, it's fun to inspire people. I feel like we have a little support community going on and it's really, it's really nice and it's really, um, I don't know. It just uh, it's a nice little place for beginner, intermediate, 
even advanced artists to kind of come together and share that, you know, we're trying to do something or if you're trying to do something new and it's, it's, there's a lot of anxiety with trying to try something new and it's really great that we're all there to support each other. Yeah. And the same as like the journey is part of the destination or however that saying goes, it's the same, like failing is part of the, of the journey or something. (laughs) (laughs) So how are you doing? (laughs) I was just going to say, how are you doing on it? Are you trying are you trying to put off answering tip? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I I only missed one day. I missed yesterday. Um I'm off of I'm off kilter when it comes to weekends because my inktober is focused around my son's lunchbox essentially. And so my my prompt is gone. <laughs> like my inspiration <laughs> is, is gone or I should say my um what's that called? Impetus. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. Um, I didn't make any lunches. Although the first day I managed to do drooling, but which was good. And then my son colored it in, which was super cute. <laughs> I, I saw that on your stories, and I loved a that he colored it and seemed to like it. And then that he styled the final Instagram shot it was like the, the artfully laid out pencils next to the picture. I was. I was going to take a, just a regular picture of it. And he's like, oh, wait, let, I know what to do. He's like, I had to put the pencils in that I used. And so we found all the colors that he used and he laid them all out. And I was like, that's adorable. I'm like, someone's been paying attention to what I do. Or you've been looking over my shoulder while I browse Instagram. I don't know. But he, <laughs> he picked that up pretty quick. <laughs> uh, so how are you feeling about it, though, except for like uh, weekends uh, tripping you up? Good. Um, I feel a little cheaty because I do stuff in like an ink outline and then I usually color it all in. Um, I had a little rushed spell moment because I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, no, I got to get this in the lunch. And I was like, half done. I wanted to do better because I was trying to draw the three witches from Hocus Pocus. And I really wanted to do a good job on it. And I just totally ran out of time. So I'm like, ah, I'm just going to put some like kawaii eyes on you and call it a day because <laughs> I can't figure out your faces. I was going to try and do a total blank face and it just, it got away from me. And I feel like I would have had way more time. If I had way more time, I would have done a better job, but I ended up having to finish. But then after it was finished, I'm like, you know what? I did it and I got it done and it was out in the lunchbox, but at least I sat down and I did something even if I didn't finish it completely. So that was good. Previous me would have been intimidated to even try doing that and never have done it in the first place and just done like a cauldron with some steamy bubbles or something. (laughs) So I'm proud of myself for trying something that was a little bit more difficult and out of my wheelhouse uh, mm-hmm. because that was it felt more fun. It was what I actually wanted to do in my heart as opposed to like chickening out and going off to do something else. So that's that cool, felt though. really good. So thanks, Inktober, for helping me with that, even though I didn't finish it. And you could like you could do a thing where you on the weekends, you go back and look at something that, really, that you wished you'd had more time for and like do Ooh, a more advanced a- drawing of one of the things from the week. Gosh, you're uh, so good at this. I should totally do that. <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm a little bit inspired by on my knitting podcast we had a couple episodes ago, we set ourselves the challenge to go back and re-knit something either that like we didn't have the skills for at the time or that didn't come out quite right and we just put up with it mm-hmm. to just like do it, you know, again, but right. Uh, yeah. And that's, I think that's always a good thing to like come back to. And I, I love when artists on Instagram do that like side by side, like this was uh, a portrait of a specific person or animal or whatever that I drew, say, five years ago. And this is today. And like, you can so see 
the evolution or like this is how I drew an eye 10 years ago, five years ago and today. And to show that like even if you do the exact same thing, you can, that's when you can definitely see like growth or that like, well, I do a different style now. Like I was way mm-hmm. more into uh, Western animation and then I got really into anime or whatever. Like, and it, I think that's super fun. Yeah, and I love those a- comparisons. They make you feel like it's possible to actually get better at this and that not everyone inherently started off awesome. <laughs> there's also, there's an amazing clip um, that's not really about this at all, but that's also like a fun exercise. It's from an artist. I'll look it up and I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. Uh, that shows like when when you're a working artist and someone asks for like can you can you just do this quicker for like cheaper uh-huh. and they show the like well okay if I, they set a timer on their phone like this is 10 minutes drawing spider-man in this size frame and this is five minutes one minute i think they even do like 20 seconds and yeah, to yeah. show like this is what will happen with shorter time and they want to show that like it's not going to get better just because i do it fast like if if i have an hourly rate and you want it done fast, it's not going to be better. Yeah, I appreciate those too, because it it really does show you that it's not, it's like, it takes time and it takes detail. And like, I, I know that when I watch, would watch videos of people drawing sped up and mm-hmm. it, it looks like it's so effortless, right? And then when you actually see the real time, how much detail they put into like the corner of a nose, you're like, yeah. oh, I just really... I need to slow down and do <laughs> smaller things to get the more realistic detail to show out in, mm-hmm. in real life. Like, Cause like it really is, it makes you feel sometimes you look at stuff, especially when it's just done and you don't see any process at all. And you're like, how did someone do that? They're just amazing. And they just like put these giant brush strokes. Right. And they're like, Oh, boop, 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 boop. And then now it looks like a, a dog. And I'm like, <laughs> well, every time I try and do that, it looks like a blob. And then you're like, you really pay attention to it. And you see how slow it actually takes them to like do every single little hair that they're drawing. And it takes such a long time. And you're like, oh, if I slow down, I can also make realistic fur and eyes and things. If I just really, really slow down and focus on what I'm doing and the colors and the little areas. And then you back away from it and you're like, that's how they did it. You know, and that that feels so good because it feels attainable because you see the detailed process that goes into it and if you think of the process as like all I have to do is draw little lines of fur and then (laughs) like and then after that all I have to do is like color in this little circle with different colors and like a little reflection here and then you're like oh okay I could do that if I think about all I'm doing right now is for the next hour I'm drawing this eye (laughs) you know and then you back away and you're like you know what that felt really good because I didn't have to draw that eye in 10 seconds. Uh, it, it it did take an hour. So which is it's great. But my my original point was like, do, the, do, do that. But the other way around to be like, OK, so this is I had 15 minutes. This was mm-hmm. the the limitations. But then sit down and be like, well, I what I, when you feel that thing of like, I wish I'd had more time, then give yourself that time on a Saturday and be like, OK, so if I do an ink drawing of of the three wishes from from Hocus Pocus, what would that look like if I really sat down with it and like do the other thing? Like, okay, I'll give myself an hour, which is still not unlimited amounts of time, depending on, on what you're doing. But yeah, no, I think that might be fun. Maybe I should do that. I should look yeah. at something to, to redo. Well, now I really want to go back and try doing like realistic drawings of them. Like mm-hmm. kind of do like a, um, cause okay. So I like to cheat cheat when I do color pencil portraits. I like to take kind of, um, 
a like take some vellum and um, make like a or see through tracing paper and I like to make an outline of them mm-hmm. and then practice my shading and everything and, and instead of trying to get proportions right because that is I feel like a whole different kind of practice getting facial proportions is one kind of practice and then if you're doing color or even pencil shading that's another kind of practice and it takes me man when I do one from start to finish without tracing kind of an outline it is so hard to get something to look like someone else it really really is I did a portrait of one of my uh podcast co-hosts and (laughs) at the park and it was really tricky to get it to look like actually the person that you were trying to draw without being uncanny valley and living like oh you're a little weird (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's you don't really look like this i promise i just tried to draw you so i think sometimes it's just fun to let yourself quote unquote cheat a little bit and do some tracing and then focus on different parts of getting better at things so like shading it's not cheating and, it's practice I know it's not cheating and I know a lot of professional artists even when they have to do portraits they do some tracing of who they're drawing because it's best to get it most accurate and I, I just can't get that cheating word out of my head but it's it's funny because like with with cheating and failing where do you remember that I said like oh I'm gonna f- concentrate on like doing realistic stuff mm-hmm. and then the first thing I did was a very <laughs> sad little <laughs> poisonous mushroom yeah it was a very um, illustration style mushroom <laughs> which was still great though I liked it it was awesome it was just funny I was like ah oh, this is my but then I've been working on like different kinds of realism like I tried to draw, draw a tattoo machine yeah I saw that which was really fun, but also very difficult because they are very complex and often very like custom made. Yeah, I thought that was a really ambitious thing for you to do. <laughs> it was kind of dumb. Um, but then I also uh, decided to do like a sort of illustrative, like thinking like recipe book or children's book illustration of how to make cinnamon buns because it was National Cinnamon Bun Day, which is like not realistic in the sense that it looks super portraity illustrative but still realistic like this is what a bowl looks like and and there i i thought that was very bake-off of you like it feels (laughs) like you know when they show like what people are about to bake (laughs) i love those illustrations uh but we also played around with using um very watered down like black uh watercolor to give like shading without coloring it Mm -hmm. which was fun because then i've also like done some stuff in color and uh, so far, I think my favorite combo of realism and not was when um, I sk- I've, I've like been playing with using some of the prompts and some not. I wanted to draw our little house, but like as one of those spooky Halloween houses that you see like in illustrations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I had to still kind of relate to what our house is actually like, but then seeing like what can I tweak weird. Like, for instance, we don't have pointy defensey things anywhere on our <laughs> house. And I don't think we have a bat in I hope we don't like last time we had our our chimney checked we didn't have a bat in there but so that was like it was a fun thing of being like how do you tweak things so it's nice that you've been using Inktober to kind of vary your style yourself Mm -hmm. I think that that's really pretty cool and I I feel like a lot of times people will feel like when they're doing a prompty kind of thing that they get locked into one style and you're like oh Mm -hmm. if I'm doing this I have to do it all like this and it's there are no rules, but I mean, it's funny how our brains very quickly try and force us to make rules for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then they make, then your brain makes you feel bad when you break those rules. Exactly. And we're like, oh, this isn't good enough. And it's like, mm-hmm. but I drew the prompt and it was fun. Like, right. And it's, it takes a lot of, uh, you know, it, it takes a lot to tell you your brain to be like, hey, 
I'm making the rules, not you. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I like that you have varied every single one a little bit. So it's almost like if there are no rules, there's nothing to break. <laughs> the limit does not <laughs> you're, exist. You're doing a good job. Uh, Jake Jake Parker, Mr. Inktober, he's doing this like whole like composite scene of like weird space and sci-fi creatures that go with each prompt. So it's like one image where they're just like interacting and there's like a new one every day. And I'm so impressed of course he is but then <laughs> like, but then you do get that thing of like but what 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 about the one day when you're like no i want to draw pinups or something but mm-hmm. um i also want to say it was kind of funny on day two of inktober i was uh getting a big tattoo or working on one of my big tattoos <laughs> and i think i posted a picture and i was like so mm-hmm. different kind of inktober not doing this every day <laughs> but i joked <laughs> that would with... be a very painful sore inktober <laughs> yeah. or very expensive yeah, but I joked with my my tattoo artist, who is an amazing artist. Her name is uh, Mia Bouquet. She's uh, insane. I'll link some of her stuff. Uh, but we were joking, like, if she was going to do, like, a tiny tattoo each day. Uh, and I was like, just do 31 tiny ones on my leg now, and you can take a picture of each and pretend you're doing it each day. You don't have to get out your tools. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure there are tattoo artists who are, like, uh, I don't know, doing Inktober prompts. I would like to Whatever. see that if there's any out there listening to us. <laughs> Strangely, that those two worlds collide and then all of a sudden they hear us and, and they're like, oh, yes, that is me. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. No, but I'm I'm really, really enjoying it. And like it is a little bit stressful to be like, oh, wait, oh, it's like it's dinner time and I haven't done anything because I don't have lunchboxes to, <laughs> to draw for. <laughs> you don't have a lunchbox for Pontus to send you out. <laughs> make his little lunch, a little decor in there. But because I decided pretty early on that I wasn't going to stick totally to the prompt list. I can still just be like, ma, I'm going to draw something else. You should put so, it on your cat's food bowl. <laughs> just be like, here you go, cat. I made you a I'll drawing. I'll try. I'll try it. Um, that one cat might like just shred it, right? Isn't it? Uh, Don't yes. you have like a mean cat? <laughs> uh, we have some destructive little beasts. Uh, but I think that because uh, our next episode will come out on the last of October, but we'll record it a little bit before. So I think we'll like do a total roundup recap in two mm-hmm. episodes because I really yeah. do want to talk about like our, fi- and I'm jinxing it. We're not, we're not going to finish just because I said that. No, we are, we are. Uh, <laughs> but I am like, I, I really want to talk about like how, how it worked and how it made us feel and all those things that are our mainstay on this podcast. Well, cool. So with that in mind, let's, um let's move on to our topic today. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a slightly long show but that's fun um halloween! yeah we want to talk about halloween because halloween is kind of like a really peak crafty kind of time and you can there's so many fun spooky crafts to do for halloween because i don't, I don't know for a long time i feel like halloween decorations weren't really um a purchase thing i mean maybe they were yeah maybe there was always like skeletons and stuff to buy yeah um, like i think I, there's always been a lot of stuff that's like uh, sensor activated like you walk past and something flies out at you yeah but it's always been has that little element of of do-it-yourself crafts because i mean people carve pumpkins and that you can't you can't buy that you know what i mean like you have to yeah. go and carve your own pumpkin and i think it's because like it's it's so very much like i guess like in a way uh christmas could be seen as a kid's holiday as well but mm-hmm. i think christmas is for a lot of people at least still still seen as more of like an elegant holiday maybe whereas halloween is more like oh you know 
come on with the pipe cleaners and the cotton balls or whatever. Like, it's just you can go bananas. Yeah. Halloween has more inherent kitsch, maybe, because like yeah. you can you can take Christmas into kitsch or you can take Christmas into like, oh, the, all the white ornaments on your tree and everything <laughs> sparkly and like fancy, fancy, which is totally legit and also a whole nother way to be creative. Um so there's like lots of different ways to do lots of holidays. I've seen some fancy Halloween, you know, oh, some totally. really, like, like you can go, you can definitely go bananas with like the amazing, gorgeous stuff too. But mm-hmm. I feel like it is more okay to be very like, glitter skulls. I, yeah. Like I will, I will say though, like I, I don't generally like change out decorations in my house. Uh, like season by season. That's partly because I'm lazy, partly also because I have, cats so like i keep i mean i'm people who know me will laugh if i say that i keep knickknacks at a minimum because that's not necessarily true but like i can't have little like vignettes in that way that maybe i think a certain type of person and i'm not judging those people i'm impressed by people who have the time and energy and like storage space yeah. to have like oh it's fall or it's uh, easter or it's um... me <laughs> sorry are you uh, trying to tell me something tiff yeah yeah i decorate my mantle every time and i have i have bins of holiday decor downstairs i don't have a Um, mantle our our uh, open fireplace our open fireplace just has this weird little like elf hat on it so there's nothing to nowhere (laughs) to stand well some people do it in front of a window like on a windowsill or a bookshelf or something um yep cats yeah (laughs) no but like and i i love i love halloween because Mm -hmm. uh as i think i've mentioned a couple of times by now uh, halloween is my birthday uh so and it's only been i want to say in like maybe the past 10 maybe 15 years that it's really come into swedish culture it's like i mean we we watch hollywood movies so like it's some people have had like oh halloween parties but um before like what came around then was the actual all hallows eve which is like all saints eve which is usually mm-hmm. i think it's one of those holidays that moves in that it's on the sunday something i, I don't remember but it's become a big thing where people like have halloween parties and there's ha- halloween stuff in the stores which for me because a it's my birthday i love my birthday <laughs> and b i love like kitsch and sp- i like i don't like spooky stuff i like spoopy stuff i'm very bad with horror movies but i love kitschy horror movies and like all of that stuff i love uh dressing up in weird like costumes and stuff so like for me even though people are like oh, this is not swedish traditional it's like who cares it's fun um so you would think that i would go nuts decorating um but i don't our decorations have definitely amped up through the years for Halloween, um, especially because having a kid, they get very... I, I, our house is already decorated. Um, we still have a couple spooky spider webs to put up. But other than that, uh, like October 1st, it w- Adam was ready to go. He was like, all right, let's get let's get this place spooky. Like, he loves, like, it looks spooky. But then I asked him, I'm like, oh, we have these chairs sitting out on the lawn. I'm like, do you want to get, like, a full-size skeleton this year to put in the chair? And he was like, eh, that's a little too scary. I'm like, all right, I'll wait for that. But... So we have um, a lot of big spider webs. We have some spooky light up black glitter weepy trees on the porch <laughs> and some um, big candle holders that look like ghost faces. And my newest thing this year, which I'm so excited for, are skeleton flamingos. They're so awesome because they're not flamingos uh, like skeletons of actual living flamingos they're skeletons of like the pink flamingo so it's they're the shape and then they're just painted on 
Yes, it's so good. They're black pink. They're like a pink flamingo shape, like the plastic ones, the lawn flamingos. But they are black and they have like skeleton bony painting on them. (laughs) And they're so great. (laughs) They they make me laugh, but they're spooky because that's like the new thing of is having skeletons of all different kinds of animals, I guess. And I personally find them a little bit creepy because it's like I really like dogs. So I don't want like (laughs) an angry dog skeleton in my yard. Uh, Although I would put a human skeleton for some it's just like I, I can see movies where people get hurt but i can't see movies where animals get hurt i don't do know, you know it's one of those do you know things. that there's a website that i think is called something like does the dog live so that yeah because i can't watch if movie... anything happens to the dog or the horse like i can't handle like oh, yeah, or the I'm fox there. I'm like there or, i anything like i can't i can't have the animal get hurt but having a skeleton pink flamingo <laughs> like a lawn flamingo is so funny to me and i'm i'm really really excited about those yeah so i can't wait to take a picture and share them on instagram when the lighting is just right <laughs> and also you have to be like how early can i post it without holiday purists going nuts about well you wait till october october's fine i got the pumpkins <laughs> on the porch i made sure i got really ugly pumpkins this year i was super into the not traditional looking pumpkin i'm like i want like the weird warty you know green and blobby pumpkins i'm like i love them they look so weird do you carve them the the weird ones well either um yeah well we get regular pumpkins to carve because they're a little bit easier the the weird ones are really heavy like i don't even know how i would get through that like it's like i would need a hacksaw like it's what kind of pumpkin carver are you like do you do you just do like traditional faces or like a kitty or are you like oh i go into bajillion lever levels so that the lights turn it into a complete uh moon of endor scene something <laughs> i am since um since my son's been around i've been an on theme pumpkin carver so mm-hmm. i will carve my pumpkin in theme with his costume and so with the year he went to slink i did a pixel heart in the in the pumpkin uh let's see i did and the octonaut sign for when he was like which is a cartoon um he went as an octonaut last year there was a year he was a fox um what did i do for that year oh i think i carved an owl i don't know (laughs) that felt like it went (laughs) like i am always carving based on his costume oh there was one year he went as a beekeeper so I, i put a bee into the pumpkin and so he'll carve like the traditional face you know like whatever he can do and as he's getting older he's getting better because he can wield a knife more straight without (laughs) hurting himself and so so he's he does the face he sticks with the face but then we also have those kits where you put like the dots and then you carve around and it can be like spooky tree and all kinds of cool stuff so i feel like that's more like a um it's really fun because that's more of a like following a craft guideline uh, mm-hmm. which is super satisfying to anyone who really likes that, like, I am going to follow these letters and, and do this thing and cut all the pieces. And I like that sometimes. Sometimes I just need that instruction to be like, I can just zen out, follow <laughs> someone else's instructions, and then feel like I've created something great because I just followed instructions and I did a good job at that. And I think that there is great skill in sometimes achieving those um, patterned ones. And then... So yeah, I think I, it's, it, it's okay to be like, I am crafty, but I'm not inventive. I think sometimes yeah. you place way too much weight on being like, you have to think of stuff. I will give a really good pumpkin hack. 
which is uh, you can use Sharpie on Satsumas. Like if you don't have the time or the space for pumpkin, just mm-hmm. like having a plate full of little like grinning pumpkins, but they're Satsumas with Sharpie faces because they still <laughs> look like you've carved out holes sort of if you squint mm-hmm. a little. <laughs> yeah, like a uh, Charlie Brown style. <laughs> yeah, and it just makes me happy to have like, I mean, you, there are people you can like use paint on real pumpkins and stuff, but you don't always oh, yeah. have, have room or energy, but that's a good little happy like. Oh, I've seen lots of different um pumpkin stylings for for things that you could do and they're all really fun and it's just it's a weird thing to grab like a pumpkin (laughs) like why how did it become pumpkins every someone knows wikipedia probably knows but it's it's just one of those fun holiday things you're like this is just what i'm doing i'm i'm interacting with this gourd and i'm going to make it spooky I think originally they were more like rutabagas or beets and stuff, which were even harder to carve. And there's a whole thing. I'll, I'll link. Like, there's some really interesting history <laughs> of, of all sorts of stuff. Uh, but I think also, like, it's probably good that I don't everyday decorate because it means that I can go even more all out. Because I usually have, a like, a costume party around Halloween, depending on when the, <laughs> we, the closest, like, weekend Saturday is. Because uh, it's a Halloween and birthday party. And I love how people... Sometimes I'll have themes. Like, I've had, like, internet-themed or the 90s. Um, oh, and I love I... how I have friends who really, like, go all out. Uh, including sometimes they won't quite almost fit through the door. I'm not a dress-up person, but I've always wanted to go to a themed costume party. I've always <laughs> had the dream of going to a David Bowie costume party. Because there were so many Bowies. Like, to have all those Bowies in one room, it would be so awesome. <laughs> But it's funny, like, because for, like, the internet party, some two people came as the blue screen of death. So they, like, stood at either end of, like, a big, um, like, a duvet cover that was blue and they'd printed on it, like, the blue screen of death from old Windows computers and stuff. <laughs> um, but, but I love, like, because I think the kind of Halloween decorations that I make might be a little much for a child-free couple <laughs> to have up for all of, because, like, I'll make... Uh, a couple of years ago for the part, and I still have them in like a little Halloween box and I'll probably bring them out again this year. Like I cut out bats from black big construction paper, which was really fun to like, you draw like the template and then you draw them. And then I think I put, I don't remember if I put googly eyes or like made white paper eyes or something. Googly mm-hmm. eyes are amazing, by the way. You should put them on everything. Um, <laughs> we have, and it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this idea where I uh, took like those sort of gauze squares that you can get like at the pharmacy and i hung them over light strands that like went through the room so they were like floating glowing ghosts which was really nice um i took (laughs) toilet rolls and i used a hot glue gun and made like drippy stuff and then i painted the whole thing black so that it looked like uh black drippy candles okay now you're making me you're making me feel really i'm having some halloween craft shame because (laughs) i purchased these little um black paper bats they had sparkles on them i saw them in the store they were like a dollar and i was like ooh so i bought them and now i'm like tiff what why didn't you make those like that could have been a fun thing to do you can make more of them you can make them with with your kid um but Choices. like the toilet rolls i also uh, uh like i stuck those like little electric tea lights in them but also on some oh, of them of course I- you did oh, no, i'm so jealous i'm sorry okay keep going <laughs> cut out creepy faces so that you had creepy glowing faces inside these drippy candles because they look ah. really good like you can even take um i took like i dry brushed a tiny bit of like uh, white paint over the drip so that they would look a little glow like i love weird crafty stuff and like making stuff look like metal that's really paper and like weird hang- like i i just i find it so f- which is actually probably now that i think of it this is probably some sort of self-defense mechanism and why 
I don't decorate because I like we uh, when when I got married, when we got married, my husband and I both agreed like we started getting really into it. And then we're like, you know what, we're going to have a really simple wedding and there's going to be minimal crafts at it because we would find like think of so many fun things to do mm-hmm. and that we would truly enjoy. But it would drive us nuts. So we had like a couple of things and maybe it's the same. Like I would go out and be like, hmm, it is now national uh, orange soda day. I need to, like, <laughs> so parties are good. Parties are like small events. Like I really like going all out and it's so much fun. And like we had, I made my own, again, this, this is going to sound like also shamey. It's not, I made my own gravestone out of like some sort of weird packing foam, like the, <sighs> the sheets so that I like carved out of it the lettering uh-huh. I, I just did r.i.p because i was like this is really annoying and then like i di- i painted it a little with black so that you could see that it was and it's just like it's it's fun i love it oh i, I want to have a party now <laughs> that it, that all i'm really getting like jealous of all these <laughs> things because that makes it makes it so much more fun that you get to take the time and like do the stuff and make it yourself and then put it up and then also you can kind of be like i made this out of basically nothing so i don't feel the need to keep it until uh-huh. next year and then store it and then you have all this clutter and then you're like I don't know now I'm like <laughs> oh I should have made like creepy candles and oh, I could still make creepy candles with my you could son. I can they're not that they're not that hard don't 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 let him play too much with the hot glue gun we've talked about okay. how they're dangerous they are but he but can like, he can draw out the faces and then you can cut out the faces like I get so caught up in the making of the costume that that's mm-hmm. all I feel like I'm making the costume and that's what I make for Halloween you know so I I end up buying decorations and I really want to change my view on that. I think I, I want to make the decorations too, but now I already have all these decorations. So. <laughs> well, you could change the theme or fill out any gaps. But like That's now true. that that um, Adam is is big enough, like because I, I could see like maybe even a year ago, definitely two years ago, he would not have like I don't know. I'm assuming four year olds should not be given scissors that cut well. I'm just spitballing here yeah like, <laughs> no it's it is you especially when you have kids you get overly excited about like doing stuff with them and then you realize that you're like oh i gotta wait like two more three more years for you to actually be capable of doing this because it is like you get ahead of yourself you're like now i have a kid i can do all this crazy stuff ah you're gonna have so much fun we're gonna be fun and then you're like oh my god you're burning your hands <laughs> like, but for instance you could definitely like buy a bag of those stick on googly eyes and like yep. do an expedition with him around the house. Mm-hmm. What needs googly eyes? Well, and also doing um have you ever put like a uh, glue onto gauze and made like um a stiff ghost like that kind of thing? Have you ever done no, that? No, but that's Oh my gosh, fun. it's so good. What you do is you basically like, find something that you want to drape the gauze on that kind of looks like a ghost and you dip oh, all the gauze it, into glue and then it stays stiff and it's wild looking. It's really cool. So that's that's a pretty fun and easy goopy project. And he could he's definitely big enough to do like weird papier mache stuff like over yep. a balloon or a frame and like you could do something spoopy. Yep, yeah, cuz we made the volcano together. So <laughs> oh, we were right, down yeah, in the yeah. basement looking for stuff and he was like volcanoes are spooky. I'm like, I don't want to take out the volcano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like and I think it's it's also okay to like love crafts but not be good at them because like i mean Mm -hmm. i've gotten better like because i'm i am kind of inventive but i also sometimes just rush into them definitely there are things that i do need to go back and do over with some hindsight um but i think especially for halloween like it's it's okay to be like you know like you can see all the seams in this or you can because 
I mean, I admire you for your amazing costumes, and I love costumes in general, but sometimes I almost love just as much the ones where you're like, you can see that, like, this is a really funny, awesome costume, but you can definitely see, like, all the duct tape, and, like, <laughs> it, you can't, like, you have to sit still because it'll move. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. I think there's there's room for all of this as long as it makes the maker happy. Yeah. No, definitely. You know, I think that that's where people will fall down if you're doing it out of stress or out of obligation or feeling like you need to compete for some reason then mm-hmm. it's not fun like any level of crafting for holidays or birthdays or any kind of event like whatever you're doing it for it should come from a fun satisfying place from the maker mm-hmm. you know and even if that means like making something for someone else to feel good that like you have that that giving sense and that oh i need to i want to do something for someone else and even if it causes you a little bit of stress to be like oh, i'm making this as long as after you've made it and you've given it as a gift and that part makes you feel good that's legit too like there's i just i just do want to iterate that if anyone is <laughs> listening who isn't a maker i don't know why you'd be listening but if you are just in case you like hearing people talk about making stuff but you don't like to make it don't feel bad about not liking to make it because because maybe or or you like making something else like you're not a decorations stupid crafty creepy uh punch bowl person that's so like i (laughs) i fully like embrace and know that like i'm a big dork i'm okay with that like i get excited about stupid stuff and be like what food could we give people that goes with this movie that we want yes spooky food like oh man spider webs out of melted marshmallow yes (laughs) yes or like even like oh this is eyeball shaped candy or like these are cupcakes that look like monsters like whatever it is like that's that's your thing and if if you want to have a halloween party that's like no decorations it doesn't have to be like oh you're you're a sad person it's just like i feel like again where where i'm like everyone is okay you're okay i'm okay i know we get into the apology (laughs) loop of everyone's okay (laughs) but like one of some of my absolute favorite fails ever on like pinterest or something is when people like there's the perfect spooky food or like any kind of crafted food item that is supposed to look like something yes like like some when you see um i don't know like the hot dogs wrapped in puff pastry and they're supposed to look like little mummies and then it, they come out like absolute garbage when you actually try and do them there's one home. amazing cake that's supposed <laughs> to look like a hedgehog uh but yes. it's just terrifying i actually worked with a woman who made the one that got famous that had like giant candy teeth and was just super scary um oh my gosh those are some of the funniest things in the world and i really hope that the people that fail at them can sit back and laugh definitely because that's the the thing too i think that like with the party as long as your friends and your family are decent people they are going to love those like as long as you don't swap sugar for salt or something (laughs) i've done that i've done that with cinnamon rolls they were the worst but they're probably gonna remember your like this this looks like cookie monster had a nuclear accident cupcakes (laughs) more than your like picture perfect things and like they're gonna be a fun part of a part especially at halloween like christmas too i'm sure mm-hmm. but like at halloween having stuff that's like i don't know if i dare to eat this that's even more awesome as long as there's <laughs> like something that you can eat so you don't starve <laughs> oh they're so i love holiday decorating and crafts they're just it's so so good <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to ask again because I know you said that you don't do costumes, but are you going to dress up as anything for Halloween? No, I'm not. I'm not going to. Not this year. But I am prepping I am prepping for a possible Halloween party in the future. So Nice. I have visions of I don't know, scary sugar plums dancing in my head. What what is <laughs> it? Like, <laughs> I do I do have ambition for a costume now more than ever, but it's not going to be this year. Okay. But sense. but but you did say that like October was when you nailed down your costume for for the kiddo. Yep. Can you can you share anything? Is it yeah, I'm going to be making an Inkling costume, which is a character from the video game Splatoon. So I'm making a giant paint roller, which is super fun <laughs> and like like giant, like not just like a big paint roller. I'm talking like oversized cartoon giant paint roller, uh, and um, we're dyeing his hair. It's it's a fairly cool costume because the characters are fairly cool, but. It, we're going to try and be able to trans because the character transforms into a squid. So I'm going to try with a hoodie to try and if he puts up like the hood and pulls something out of his sleeves to kind of become more squid like. But it's mainly building this giant paint roller, which is oh, going to be tricky. Cool. So I'm going to get some PVC pipe. I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going to use a heat gun to melt a curve into it, so I don't have to use any elbow joints, which will be really cool. So we'll see how that all works out. But I'm getting more, um, as he gets older, I feel like the costumes I'm making are becoming more cosplay than (laughs) costume because I'm like building like ink tanks and weapons and looking up tutorials and stuff and like different weird materials to use to make it look like this video game character. And it's a whole different kind of creative fun. So I'm really looking forward to it. I have pieces all set, but nothing has been put together yet. That sounds pretty awesome, though. Yep. I'm about to get busy. I think that I might want to be um, Alice in Wonderland. Ooh. Um, and I think that I'm going to sew the costume because I can have this, like, uh, light blue polka dot material so I can make a dress that I can still wear afterwards mm-hmm. and then just, like, do uh, a little apron. And I haven't decided because part of me wants to be, like, creepy Alice uh, and part of me just wants to be like maybe random weird Alice and you can some somehow tell by the apron and the hair bow or what. I haven't decided. There um, are there's a creepy Alice in a video game. Oh, yeah, no, it's was... that's really good. It's um, I want, it's not MacArthur's Alice. It's something's Alice. Well, we'll I'll look it up. Yeah, it I remember that. For, oh, I just I never thought of that game in a really long time. And now I'm finally like, oh, yeah, that was a creepy game. <laughs> yeah, because it's like an, it's set in an asylum and it's it's a whole thing. Anyway. Yeah, I think if I, if I were to dress up as anything um, now, I would kind of like to go more cosplay than costume because there are a whole bunch of like creepy video games that I would totally dress up as like, yeah, like Willow. You should Dunstar. do you should do the most of your bangs. And do, I like when people do weird versions of things like if you were um, Lydia Dietz. Yes. No, no I was going to say like <laughs> steampunk Liza I mean... Minnelli from Cabaret or something. like, you know, like when people <laughs> combine weird stuff. That always cracks me up. I do get the Liza Minnelli a lot. <laughs> That's my costume every day. <laughs> uh, well, it sounds like we need to get to crafting. We, we do. Stop we need to get to, to Halloween work here. <laughs> um, again, uh, we're really happy to be uh, part of the Relay uh, FM family now. So Relay has this uh, membership program uh, where you can support either us specifically or all of the great shows. And that gives you, aside from 
the the deep satisfaction and and good sleep of knowing that you support podcasts <laughs> you can get a bunch of fun uh, members only content like special episodes we're going to try and uh work up a really fun members only episode and it's as little as five dollars a month uh you can read more about that at uh, relay.fm we'll link all of the membership stuff uh obviously you can still listen to the show just as you have been except for a special bonus episode. Uh, and we're really grateful for your support and your ears either way. Like we're, we're not going to start hiding stuff behind a paywall or anything. Nope. And the membership drive is only once a year. So you won't have to hear about it again for a while. Uh, but we're super grateful if you even just go check it out. And again, also please let us know if there are any hiccups with the move, if you have any problems with like the scooch over, hopefully there won't be. Yeah, we are. We're, we're just so happy that now there is a way that if you um, would like to support us and it just, it feels good to be out there with all the members and it feels good to be part of a network that embraces art and creativity and we're just we're just really pleased and you can go find our show notes now they are moved to relay.fm slash make do and if you look at our show notes in a podcast app do they do that they could do that right yeah that hasn't changed and so um including all the info about membership and anything else that you want to know about our show, relay.fm slash make do. And we are make do pod on Twitter and Instagram. Still nothing has changed. And we are also <laughs> at Tiffany Arment and Julia Scott, S K O T T in both places. So please tell your friends about the podcast, keep inking and we will be back in a fortnight for Halloween. But until <laughs> then go make and boo. <laughs> 